0: Welcome back to the Come, Follow Me read-along. This episode contains the selected chapters of the Old Testament scheduled for this week. Thanks for listening. Let's jump in. Jeremiah chapter 30. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah. The Lord God of Israel says, Write everything that I am about to tell you in a scroll. For I, the Lord, affirm... That the time will come when I will reverse the plight of my people, Israel and Judah, says the Lord. I will bring them back to the land I gave their ancestors, and they will take possession of it once again. So here is what the Lord has to say about Israel and Judah. Yes, here is what he says You hear cries of panic and terror. There is no peace in sight. Ask yourselves this and consider it carefully Have you ever seen a man give birth to a baby? Why, then, do I see all these strong men grabbing their stomachs in pain, like a woman giving birth? And why do their faces turn so deathly pale? Alas, what a terrible time of trouble it is! There has never been any like it. It is a time of trouble for the descendants of Jacob, but some of them will be rescued out of it. When the time for them to be rescued comes, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will rescue you from foreign subjugation. I will deliver you from captivity. Foreigners will then no longer subjugate them, but they will be subject to the Lord their God and to the Davidic ruler whom I will raise up as king over them. So I, the Lord, tell you not to be afraid, you descendants of Jacob, my servants. Do not be terrified, people of Israel, for I will rescue you and your descendants from a faraway land where you are captives. The descendants of Jacob will return to their land and enjoy peace. They will be secure, and no one will terrify them. For I, the Lord, affirm that I will be with you and will rescue you. I will completely destroy all the nations where I scattered you. But I will not completely destroy you. I will indeed discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not allow you to go entirely unpunished. Moreover, the Lord says to the people of Zion, Your injuries are incurable. Your wounds are severe. There is no one to plead your cause. There are no remedies for your wounds. There is no healing for you. All your allies have abandoned you. They no longer have any concern for you. For I have attacked you like an enemy would. I have chastened you cruelly. For your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. Why do you complain about your injuries, that your pain is incurable? I have done all this to you because your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. But all who destroyed you will be destroyed. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plundered you will be plundered. I will cause those who pillaged you to be pillaged. Yes, I will restore you to health. I will heal your wounds. I, the Lord, affirm it. For you have been called an outcast, Zion, whom no one cares for. The Lord says, I will restore the ruined houses of the descendants of Jacob. I will show compassion on their ruined homes. Every city will be rebuilt on its former ruins. Every fortified dwelling will occupy its traditional site. Out of those places you will hear songs of thanksgiving and the sounds of laughter and merriment. I will increase their number and they will not dwindle away. I will bring them honor and they will no longer be despised. The descendants of Jacob will enjoy their former privileges. Their community will be re-established in my favor, and I will punish all who try to oppress them. One of their own people will be their leader. Their ruler will come from one of their own number. I will invite him to approach me, and he will do so. For no one would dare approach me on his own. I, the Lord, affirm it. Then you will again be my people, and I will be your God. Just watch, the wrath of the Lord will come like a storm, like a raging storm it will rage down on the heads of those who are wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has fully carried out his intended purposes. In future days you will come to understand this. Jeremiah chapter 31. At that time, I will be the God of all the clans of Israel, and they will be my people. I, the Lord, affirm it. The Lord says, The people of Israel who survive death at the hands of the enemy will find favor in the wilderness as they journey to find rest for themselves. In a faraway land, the Lord will manifest himself to them. He will say to them, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That is why I have continued to be faithful to you. I will rebuild you, my dear children Israel, so that you will once again be built up. Once again you will take up the tambourine and join in the happy throng of dancers. Once again you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. Those who plant them will once again enjoy their fruit. Yes, a time is coming when watchmen will call out on the mountains of Ephraim, Come, let us go to Zion to worship the Lord our God. Moreover, the Lord says, Sing for joy for the descendants of Jacob. Utter glad shouts for that foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard. Then say, Lord, rescue your people. Deliver those of Israel who remain alive. Then I will reply, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them in from the distant parts of the earth. Blind and lame people will come with them. So will pregnant women and women about to give birth. A vast throng of people will come back here. They will come back shedding tears of contrition. I will bring them back, praying prayers of repentance. I will lead them beside streams of water, along smooth paths where they will never stumble. I will do this because I am Israel's father. Ephraim is my firstborn son. Listen to the Lord's message, O nations. Proclaim it in the faraway lands along the sea. Say, The one who scattered Israel will regather them. He will watch over his people like a shepherd watches over his flock. For the Lord will rescue the descendants of Jacob. He will secure their release from those who had overpowered them. They will come and shout for joy on Mount Zion. They will be radiant with joy over the good things the Lord provides. The grain, the fresh wine, the olive oil the young sheep and the calves he has given to them. They will be like a well-watered garden and will not grow faint or weary any more. The Lord says, At that time young women will dance and be glad. Young men and old men will rejoice. I will turn their grief into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy in place of their sorrow. I will provide the priests with abundant provisions. My people will be filled to the full with the good things I provide. The Lord says, A sound is heard in Ramah, a sound of crying and bitter grief. It is the sound of Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because her children are gone. The Lord says to her, Stop crying. Do not shed any more tears, for your heartfelt repentance will be rewarded. Your children will return from the land of the enemy. I, the Lord, affirm it. Indeed, there is hope for your posterity. Your children will return to their own territory. I, the Lord, affirm it. I have indeed heard the people of Israel say mournfully, We are like a calf untrained to the yoke. You disciplined us, and we learned from it. Let us come back to you, and we will do so, for you are the Lord our God. For after we turned away from you, we repented. After we came to our senses, we struck our thigh in sorrow. We are ashamed and humiliated, because of the disgraceful things we did previously. Indeed, the people of Israel are my dear children. They are the children I take delight in, for even though I must often rebuke them, I still remember them with fondness. So I am deeply moved with pity for them, and will surely have compassion on them. I, the Lord, affirm it. I will say, my dear children of Israel, keep in mind the road you took when you were carried off. Mark off in your minds the landmarks. Make a mental note of telltale signs marking the way back. Return, my dear children of Israel. Return to these cities of yours. How long will you vacillate, you who were once like an unfaithful daughter? For I, the Lord, promise to bring you something new on the earth, something as unique as a woman protecting a man. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, I will restore the people of Judah to their land and to their towns. When I do, they will again say of Jerusalem, May the Lord bless you, you holy mountain, the place where righteousness dwells. The land of Judah will be inhabited by people who live in its towns, as well as by farmers and shepherds with their flocks. I will fully satisfy the needs of those who are weary, and fully refresh the souls of those who are faint. Then they will say, Under these conditions I can enjoy sweet sleep when I wake up and look around. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will cause people and animals to sprout up in the lands of Israel and Judah. In the past, I saw to it that they were uprooted and torn down, that they were destroyed and demolished and brought disaster. But now I will see to it that they are built up and firmly planted. I, the Lord, affirm it. When that time comes, people will no longer say, The parents have eaten sour grapes, but the children's teeth have grown numb. Rather, each person will die for his own sins. The teeth of the person who eats the sour grapes will themselves grow numb. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. It will not be like the old covenant that I made with their ancestors when I delivered them from Egypt. For they violated that covenant, even though I was like a faithful husband to them, says the Lord. But I will make a new covenant with the whole nation of Israel after I plant them back in the land, says the Lord. I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts and minds. I will be their God and they will be my people. People will no longer need to teach their neighbors and relatives to know me. For all of them, from the least important to the most important, will know me says the Lord, for I will forgive their sin and will no longer call to mind the wrong they have done. The Lord has made a promise to Israel. He promises it as the one who fixed the sun to give light by day and the moon and stars to give light by night. He promises it as the one who stirs up the sea so that its waves roll. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord affirms, The descendants of Israel will not cease forever to be a nation in my sight. That could only happen if the fixed ordering of the heavenly lights were to cease to operate before me. The Lord says, I will not reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done. That could only happen if the heavens above could be measured or the foundations of the earth below could all be explored, says the Lord. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when the city of Jerusalem will be rebuilt as my special city. It will be built from the tower of Hananel westward to the corner gate. The boundary line will extend beyond that, straight west from there to the hill of Gerab, and then turn southward to Goa, the whole valley where dead bodies and sacrificial ashes are thrown, and all the terraced fields out to the Kidron Valley on the east, as far north as the corner of the horse gate, will be included within this city, that is sacred to the Lord. The city will never again be torn down or destroyed. Jeremiah chapter 32. In the 10th year that Zedekiah was ruling over Judah, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah. That was the same as the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar. Now at that time, the armies of the king of Babylon were besieging Jerusalem. The prophet Jeremiah was confined in the courtyard of the guardhouse, attached to the royal palace of Judah. For King Zedekiah had confined Jeremiah there after he had reproved him for prophesying as he did. He had asked Jeremiah, Why do you keep prophesying these things? Why do you keep saying that the Lord says, I will hand this city over to the king of Babylon? I will let him capture it. King Zedekiah of Judah will not escape from the Babylonians. He will certainly be handed over to the king of Babylon. He must answer personally to the king of Babylon and confront him face to face. Zedekiah will be carried off to Babylon and will remain there until I have fully dealt with him. I, the Lord, affirm it. Even if you continue to fight against the Babylonians, you cannot win. So now Jeremiah said, The Lord's message came to me. Hanamel, the son of your uncle Shalom, will come to you soon. He will say to you, Buy my field at Anathoth, because you are entitled as my closest relative to buy it. And then my cousin Hanamel did come to me in the courtyard of the gatehouse, in keeping with the Lord's message. He said to me, Buy my field that is at Anathoth, in the territory of the tribe of Benjamin. Buy it for yourself, since you are entitled, as my closest relative to take possession of it for yourself." When this happened, I recognized that the Lord had indeed spoken to me. So I bought the field at Anathoth from my cousin Hanamel. I weighed out seven ounces of silver and gave it to him to pay for it. I signed the deed of purchase, sealed it, and had some men serve as witnesses to the purchase. I weighed out the silver for him on a scale. There were two copies of the deed of purchase. One was sealed and contained the order of transfer and the conditions of purchase. The other was left unsealed. I took both copies of the deed of purchase and gave them to Baruch, son of Neriah, the son of Messiah. I gave them to him in the presence of my cousin Hanamel, the witnesses who had signed the deed of purchase and all the Judeans who were housed in the courtyard of the guardhouse. In the presence of all these people, I instructed Baruch, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, take these documents, both the sealed copy of the deed of purchase and the unsealed copy, put them in a clay jar so that they may be preserved for a long time to come. For the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, Houses, fields, and vineyards will again be bought in this land. After I had given the copies of the deed of purchase to Baruch, son of Neriah, I prayed to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, you did indeed make heaven and earth by your mighty power and great strength. Nothing is too hard for you. You show unfailing love to thousands but you also punish children for the sins of their parents. You are the great and powerful God whose name is the Lord of heaven's armies. You plan great things and you do mighty deeds. You see everything people do. You reward each of them for the way they live and for the things they do. You did miracles and amazing deeds in the land of Egypt that have had lasting effect. By this means, you gained both in Israel and among humankind a renown that lasts to this day. You used your mighty power and your great strength to perform miracles and amazing deeds and to bring great terror on the Egyptians. By this means, you brought your people Israel out of the land of Egypt. You kept the promise that you swore on oath to their ancestors. You gave them a land flowing with milk and honey. But when they came in and took possession of it, they did not obey you or live as you had instructed them. They did not do anything that you commanded them to do. So, you brought all this disaster on them. Even now, siege ramps have been built up around the city in order to capture it. War, starvation, and disease are sure to make the city fall into the hands of the Babylonians who are attacking it. Lord, you threatened that this would happen. Now you can see that it is already taking place. The city is sure to fall into the hands of the Babylonians. Yet, in spite of all this, you, sovereign Lord, have said to me, Buy that field with silver and have the transaction legally witnessed. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah. I am the Lord, the God of all humankind. There is indeed nothing too difficult for me. Therefore I, the Lord, say, I will indeed hand this city over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and the Babylonian army. They will capture it. The Babylonian soldiers that are attacking this city will break into it and set it on fire. They will burn it down along with the houses where people have made me angry by offering sacrifices to the god Baal and by pouring out drink offerings to other gods on their rooftops. This will happen because the people of Israel and Judah have repeatedly done what displeases me from their earliest history until now and because they have repeatedly made me angry by the things they have done. I, the Lord, affirm it. This will happen because the people of this city have aroused my anger and my wrath since the time they built it until now. They have made me so angry that I am determined to remove it from my sight. I am determined to do so because the people of Israel and Judah have made me angry with all their wickedness. They, their kings, their officials, their priests, their prophets, and especially the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem, have done this wickedness. They have turned away from me instead of turning to me. I tried over and over again to instruct them, but they did not listen and respond to correction. They set up their disgusting idols in the temple that I have claimed for my own and defiled it. They built places of worship for the god Baal in the valley of Ben-Hinnom so that they could sacrifice their sons and daughters to the god Molech. Such a disgusting practice was not something I commanded them to do. It never even entered my mind to command them to do such a thing. So Judah is certainly liable for punishment. You and your people are right in saying, War, starvation, and disease are sure to make this city fall into the hands of the king of Babylon. But now I, the Lord God of Israel, have something further to say about this city, I will certainly regather my people from all the countries where I have exiled them in my anger, fury, and great wrath. I will bring them back to this place and allow them to live here in safety. They will be my people and I will be their God. I will give them a single-minded purpose to live in a way that always shows respect for me. They will want to do that for their own good and the good of their children who descend from them. I will make a lasting covenant with them that I will never stop doing good to them. I will fill their hearts and minds with respect for me so that they will never again turn away from me. I will take delight in doing good to them. I will faithfully and wholeheartedly plant them firmly in the land. For I, the Lord, say, I will surely bring on these people all the good fortune that I am hereby promising them. I will be just as sure to do that as I have been in bringing all this great disaster on them. You and your people are saying that this land will become desolate, uninhabited by either people or animals. You are saying that it will be handed over to the Babylonians. But fields will again be bought in this land. Fields will again be bought with silver, and deeds of purchase signed, sealed, and witnessed. This will happen in the territory of Benjamin, the villages surrounding Jerusalem, the towns of Judah, the southern hill country, the foothills, and southern Judah. For I will restore them to their land. I, the Lord, affirm it. Jeremiah chapter 33 The Lord's message came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still confined in the courtyard of the guardhouse. I, the Lord, do these things. I, the Lord, form the plan to bring them about. I am known as the Lord. I say to you, call on me in prayer and I will answer you. I will show you great and mysterious things that you still do not know about. For I, the Lord God of Israel, have something more to say about the houses in this city and the royal buildings of Judah that have been torn down for defenses against the siege ramps and military incursions of the Babylonians. The defenders of the city will go out and fight with the Babylonians, but they will only fill those houses and buildings with the dead bodies of the people that I will kill in my anger and my wrath. That will happen because I have decided to turn my back on this city on account of the wicked things they have done. But I will most surely heal the wounds of this city and restore it and its people to health. I will show them abundant peace and security. I will restore Judah and Israel and will rebuild them as they were in days of old. I will purify them from all the sin that they committed against me. I will forgive all their sins that they committed in rebelling against me. All the nations will hear about all the good things that I will do for them. This city will bring me fame, honor, and praise before them for the joy that I bring it. The nations will tremble in awe at all the peace and prosperity that I will provide for it. I, the Lord, say, you and your people are saying about this place, it lies in ruins, there are no people or animals in it. That is true, the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem will soon be desolate, uninhabited, either by people or by animals. But happy sounds will again be heard in these places, Once again, there will be sounds of joy and gladness and the glad celebrations of brides and grooms. Once again, people will bring their thank offerings to the temple of the Lord and will say, Give thanks to the Lord of heaven's armies, for the Lord is good and his unfailing love lasts forever. For I, the Lord, affirm that I will restore the land to what it was in days of old. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, say, This place will indeed lie in ruins. There will be no people or animals in it, but there will again be in it and in its towns sheepfolds where shepherds can rest their sheep. I, the Lord, say that shepherds will once again count their sheep as they pass into the fold. They will do this in all the towns in the hill country, the foothills, the Negev, the territory of Benjamin, the villages surrounding Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. I, the Lord, affirm, the time will certainly come when I will fulfill my gracious promise concerning the nations of Israel and Judah. In those days, and at that time, I will raise up for them a righteous descendant of David. He will do what is just and right in the land. Under his rule, Judah will enjoy safety, and Jerusalem will live in security. At that time, Jerusalem will be called, The Lord has provided us with justice. For I, the Lord, promise, David will never lack a successor to occupy the throne over the nation of Israel. Nor will the Levitical priests ever lack someone to stand before me and continually offer their burnt offerings, sacrifice cereal offerings, and offer the other sacrifices. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah another time. I, the Lord, make the following promise. I have made a covenant with the day, and with the night, that they will always come at their proper times. Only if you people could break that covenant, could my covenant with my servant David, and my covenant with the Levites ever be broken. So David will by all means always have a descendant to occupy his throne as king, and the Levites will by all means always have priests who will minister before me. I will make the children who follow one another in the line of my servant David very numerous. I will also make the Levites who minister before me very numerous. I will make them all as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sands that are on the seashore. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah another time. You have surely noticed what these people are saying, haven't you? They are saying the Lord has rejected the two families of Israel and Judah that he chose. So they have little regard that my people will ever again be a nation. But I, the Lord, make the following promise. I have made a covenant governing the coming of day and night. I have established the fixed laws governing heaven and earth. Just as surely as I have done this, so surely will I never reject the descendants of Jacob, nor will I ever refuse to choose one of my servant David's descendants to rule over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Indeed, I will restore them and show mercy to them. Jeremiah chapter 36. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah in the fourth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was ruling over Judah. Get a scroll. Write on it everything I have told you to say about Israel, Judah, and all the nations, since I began to speak to you in the reign of Josiah until now. Perhaps when the people of Judah hear about all the disaster I intend to bring on them, they will all stop doing the evil things they have been doing. If they do, I will forgive their sins and the wicked things they have done. So Jeremiah summoned Baruch, son of Neriah. Then Baruch wrote down in a scroll all the Lord's words that he had told to Jeremiah as they came from his mouth. Then Jeremiah told Baruch, I am no longer allowed to go into the Lord's temple, so you go there the next time all the people of Judah come in from their towns to fast in the Lord's temple. Read out loud where all of them can hear you, what I told you the Lord said, which you wrote in the scroll. Perhaps then they will ask the Lord for mercy, and will all stop doing the evil things they have been doing, for the Lord has threatened to bring great anger and wrath against these people. So Baruch, son of Neriah, did exactly what the prophet Jeremiah told him to do. He read what the Lord had said from the scroll in the temple of the Lord. All the people living in Jerusalem, and all the people who came into Jerusalem from the towns of Judah, observed a fast before the Lord. The fast took place in the ninth month of the fifth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was ruling over Judah. At that time, Baruch went into the temple of the Lord. He stood at the entrance of the room of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, who had been the royal secretary. That room was in the upper court, near the entrance of the new gate. There, where all the people could hear him, he read from the scroll what Jeremiah had said. Micaiah, who was the son of Gemariah, the grandson of Shaphan, heard Baruch read from the scroll everything the Lord had said. He went down to the chamber of the royal secretary in the king's palace and found all the court officials in session there. Elishema, the royal secretary, deleah son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Achbor, Gemariah, son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials were seated there. Micaiah told them everything he had heard Baruch read from the scroll in the hearing of the people. All the officials sent Jehudai, who was the son of Nethaniah, the son of Shalamiah, the son of Cushai, to Baruch. They ordered him to tell Baruch, Come here and bring with you the scroll you read in the hearing of the people. So Baruch, son of Neriah, went to them, carrying the scroll in his hand. They said to him, Please sit down and read it to us. So Baruch sat down and read it to them. When they had heard it all, they expressed their alarm to one another. Then they said to Baruch, We must certainly give the king a report about everything you have read. Then they asked Baruch, How did you come to write all these words? Do they actually come from Jeremiah's mouth? Baruch answered, Yes, they came from his own mouth. He dictated all these words to me, and I wrote them down in ink on this scroll. Then the officials said to Baruch, You and Jeremiah must go and hide. You must not let anyone know where you are. The officials put the scroll in the room of Elishima, the royal secretary, for safekeeping. Then they went to the court and reported everything to the king. The king sent Jehudai to get the scroll. He went and got it from the room of Elishima, the royal secretary. Then he himself read it to the king, and all the officials were standing around him. Since it was the ninth month of the year, the king was sitting in his winter quarters. A fire was burning in the firepot in front of him. As soon as Jehudai had read three or four columns of the scroll, the king would cut them off with a penknife and throw them on the fire in the firepot. He kept doing so until the whole scroll was burned up in the fire. Neither he nor any of his attendants showed any alarm when they heard all that had been read, nor did they tear their clothes or show any grief or sorrow. The king did not even listen to Elnathan, Deleah, and Gemariah, who had urged him not to burn the scroll. He also ordered Jeremiel, who was one of the royal princes, Sariah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdiel, to arrest the scribe Baruch and the prophet Jeremiah. However, the Lord hid them. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah after the king had burned the scroll with the words Baruch had written down at Jeremiah's dictation. Get another scroll, and write on it everything that was written on the original scroll that King Jehoiakim of Judah burned. Tell King Jehoiakim of Judah, The Lord says you burned the scroll. You asked Jeremiah, How dare you write in this scroll that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and wipe out all the people and animals on it? So the Lord says concerning King Jehoiakim of Judah, None of his line will occupy the throne of David. His dead body will be thrown out, to be exposed to scorching heat by day and frost by night. I will punish him and his descendants and the officials who serve him for the wicked things they have done. I will bring on them, the citizens of Jerusalem and the people of Judah, all the disaster that I told them about and that they ignored." Then Jeremiah got another scroll and gave it to the scribe Baruch, son of Neriah. As Jeremiah dictated, Baruch wrote on this scroll everything that had been on the scroll that King Jehoiakim of Judah burned in the fire. They also added on this scroll several other messages of the same kind. Lamentations Chapter 1 Oliph Alas, the city once full of people now sits all alone. The prominent lady among the nations has become a widow. The princess who once ruled the provinces has become a forced laborer. Bet She weeps bitterly at night. Tears stream down her cheeks. She has no one to comfort her among all her lovers. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. Gimel Judah has departed into exile under affliction and harsh oppression. She lives among the nations. She has found no resting place. All who pursued her overtook her in narrow straits. Dolit The roads to Zion mourn, because no one travels to the festivals. All her city gates are deserted. Her priests groan. Her virgins grieve. She is in bitter anguish. Hey. Her foes subjugated her. Her enemies are at ease. For the Lord afflicted her because of her many acts of rebellion. Her children went away captive before the enemy. Vav. All of daughter Zion's splendor has departed. Her leaders became like deer. They found no pasture. So they were too exhausted to escape from the hunter. Zion. Jerusalem remembers when she became a poor homeless person, all her treasures that she owned in days of old. When her people fell into an enemy's grip, none of her allies came to her rescue. Her enemies gloated over her. They sneered at her downfall. Ket. Jerusalem committed terrible sin, therefore she became an object of scorn. All who admired her have despised her, because they have seen her nakedness. She groans aloud and turns away in shame. Tet, her menstrual flow has soiled her clothing. She did not consider the consequences of her sin. Her demise was astonishing, and there was no one to comfort her. She cried, Look, O Lord, on my affliction, because my enemy boasts. Yod, an enemy grabbed all her valuables. Indeed, she watched in horror as Gentiles invaded her holy temple Those whom you had commanded, they must not enter your assembly place. Cuff. All her people groaned as they searched for a morsel of bread. They exchanged their valuables for just enough food to stay alive. Look, O Lord, consider that I have become worthless. Lamed. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by on the road? Look and see. Is there any pain like mine? THE LORD HAS AFFLICTED ME. HE HAS INFLICTED IT ON ME WHEN HE BURNED WITH ANGER. MEM. HE SENT DOWN FIRE INTO MY BONES, AND IT OVERCAME THEM. HE SPREAD OUT A TRAPPER'S NET FOR MY FEET. HE MADE ME TURN BACK. HE HAS MADE ME DESOLATE. I AM FAINT ALL DAY LONG. NOON. MY SINS ARE BOUND AROUND MY NECK LIKE A yoke; THEY ARE FASTENED TOGETHER BY HIS HAND. HE HAS PLACED HIS yoke ON MY NECK. HE HAS SAPPED MY STRENGTH. The Lord has handed me over to those whom I cannot resist. Samach, he rounded up all my mighty ones. The Lord did this in my midst. He summoned an assembly against me to shatter my young men. The Lord has stomped like grapes the virgin daughter Judah. Ayin, I weep because of these things. My eyes flow with tears. For there is no one in sight who can comfort me or encourage me. My children are desolated, because an enemy has prevailed. Pei, Zion spread out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has issued a decree against Jacob. His neighbors have become his enemies. Jerusalem has become like filthy garbage in their midst. Sade The Lord is right to judge me. Yes, I rebelled against his commands. Please listen, all you nations, and look at my suffering. My young women and men have gone into exile. Kof. I called for my lovers, but they have deceived me. My priests and my elders perished in the city. Truly, they had searched for food to keep themselves alive. Resh. Look, O Lord, I am distressed. My stomach is in knots. My heart is pounding inside me. Yes, I was terribly rebellious. Out in the street, the sword bereaves a mother of her children— Inside the house, death is present. Sin, Shin, they have heard that I groan, yet there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my trouble. They are glad that you have brought it about. Bring about the day of judgment that you promised, so that they may end up like me. Tov, let all their wickedness come before you. Afflict them, just as you have afflicted me, because of all my acts of rebellion. For my groans are many, and my heart is sick with sorrow. Lamentations chapter 3 Aleph, I am the man who has experienced affliction from the rod of the Lord's wrath. He drove me into captivity and made me walk in darkness and not light. He repeatedly attacks me. He turns his hand against me all day long. Bet. He has made my mortal skin waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and surrounded me with bitter hardship. He has made me reside in deepest darkness, like those who died long ago. Gimel. He has walled me in so that I cannot get out. He has weighted me down with heavy prison chains. Also, when I cry out desperately for help, he has shut out my prayer. He has blocked every road I take with a wall of hewn stones. He has made every path impassable. Dalit, to me he is like a bear lying in ambush, like a hidden lion stalking its prey. He has obstructed my paths and torn me to pieces. He has made me desolate. He drew his bow and made me the target for his arrow. Hey, He shot his arrows into my heart. I have become the laughingstock of all people, their mocking song all day long. He has given me my fill of bitter herbs and made me drunk with bitterness. Vav. He ground my teeth in gravel. He trampled me in the dust. I am deprived of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I said, My endurance has expired. I have lost all hope of deliverance from the Lord. Zayin. Remember my impoverished and homeless condition, which is a bitter poison. I continually think about this, and I am depressed. But this I call to mind. Therefore, I have hope. Chet. The Lord's loyal kindness never ceases. His compassions never end. They are fresh every morning. Your faithfulness is abundant. My portion is the Lord, I have said to myself. So I will put my hope in him. Tet. The Lord is good to those who trust in Him, to the one who seeks Him. It is good to wait patiently for deliverance from the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Yod. Let a person sit alone in silence when the Lord is disciplining him. Let him bury his face in the dust. Perhaps there is hope. Let him offer his cheek to the one who hits him. Let him have his fill of insults. Cuff. For the Lord will not reject us forever, though he causes us grief. He then has compassion on us, according to the abundance of his loyal kindness. For he is not predisposed to afflict or to grieve people. Lamed. To crush underfoot all the earth's prisoners. To derive a person of his rights in the presence of the Most High. To defraud a person in a lawsuit. The Lord does not approve of such things. Mem whose command was ever fulfilled unless the Lord decreed it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that everything comes, both calamity and blessing? Why should any living person complain when punished for his sins? Noon, let us carefully examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven. We have blatantly rebelled. You have not forgiven. Sumach. You shrouded yourself with anger and then pursued us. You killed us without mercy. You shrouded yourself with a cloud so that no prayer could get through. You make us like filthy scum in the estimation of the nations. Pay, all our enemies have gloated over us. Panic and pitfall have come upon us, devastation and destruction. Streams of tears flow from my eyes because my people are destroyed. Ayin, tears flowed from my eyes and will not stop there will be no break until the lord looks down from heaven and sees what has happened what my eyes see grieves me all the suffering of the daughters in my city sade for no good reason my enemies hunted me down like a bird they shut me up in a pit and threw stones at me the waters closed over my head i thought i was about to die cough i have called on your name o lord from the deepest pit you heard my plea Do not close your ears to my cry for relief. You came near on the day I called to you. You said, do not fear. Resh, O Lord, you championed my cause. You redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong done to me, O Lord. Pronounce judgment on my behalf. You have seen all their vengeance, all their plots against me. Sin, Shin, you have heard their taunts, O Lord, all their plots against me. My assailants revile and conspire against me all day long. Watch them from morning to evening. I am the object of their mocking songs. Tov, pay them back what they deserve, O Lord, according to what they have done. Give them a distraught heart. May your curse be on them. Pursue them in anger and eradicate them from under the Lord's heaven."